Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Corner, episode 14, where we have me, Max, Roy, Psychiat, and Chelsea fan, Sahil. So, oh god. <laughs> so he saw Chelsea beat us, oh my god it was 2-0, oh no, it was even 2-0. <laughs> I don't I even want to say it. In my head it's 1-0. The last goal didn't count, like, uh, nah. Yeah, let, let, let's pretend it was 1-0. <laughs> Chelsea beat us 1-0. Um, okay, but, yeah, okay. Chelsea scored two against us. Mourinho's a twat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Something to take away from it, though, is that Torres didn't score. He actually assisted Willian for the second goal. <laughs> oh, thank you. I guess, I guess that's something, if you do want to take something away from it. Good man, good man. <laughs> well, okay, I'm sorry. How can you take just watching Chelsea play like that? You know what? I've I've kind of grown accustomed to it, um, not expecting. Um, the thing is, I went into the game knowing that we're going against the best attack in the league. There's no two ways about it. And to to see the way we've been playing against teams like Atletico and and Man City and all that, I was it was the same I was expecting. So. I could tolerate it, and I think the result was was okay, I suppose. But I mean, we, you know, you, you got to admit, you did time waste. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, but I mean, we. I mean, been... right from the start, you did too. Yeah, well, of course, I, I completely admit it. But the thing is, we've been victims of time wasting on several occasions, and it has impacted a few results as well. So, um, I'm not condoning it, but at the same time, you know, whatever to beat Liverpool, you know, the the way they've been playing and everything. Whatever we put into that game is is what helped us to achieve the results. So, um, not proud of it, but happy with the result regardless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's a lot to take in at the moment. I know. Yeah. Mourinho played it really well today, though. The the tactics, the the frustration from time wasting, the ten zero one formations. <laughs> I think he got it right today. Yeah. And the Especially worst when we don't have... Yeah, go ahead. And the worst ahead, thing, we all knew this was coming and we didn't do anything to change that. Of course, I mean, Mourinho is known for these kind of tactics. You're never going to expect Mourinho, um, you know, to go full out and, you know, have possession and, you know, hit balls into the box constantly. And, you, you know, what you're going to get with Mourinho is a manager that asks his player to press high from the start. And then, you know, as soon as there's an attacking for it, as Liverpool have shown all season, I think players like Sterling and Suarez, of course, and uh, Coutinho, they're constantly looking to create. And, you know, we needed to, we needed a way to counter that. We, you know, a lot of sides have gone to Anfield, been very naive and left, um, you know, ridiculous amounts of spaces for, for you guys to go and, you know, score goals and all that. So I think for us, it was more about going there and being compact, being, um, being patient, I think, more than anything. And, you know, of course, 2-0 doesn't really re- represent the, the, the style of the game or how the game went. But, you know, it, it was our way of getting a job done. Why yep, did you have fair. to do it that way? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? That, that is the question that, I mean, loads of managers have been asking all season. So, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it is frustrating to watch, isn't it? Of course, when you're at home as well, it's equally frustrating. I remember uh, we drew West Ham at home. And they use the exact same same tactics. Of course, they didn't score, but you know it is, it is very frustrating to watch, especially when a team like Liverpool, you've been you know so used to seeing score goals freely, 
you know, to see that, it must have been um, very boring, very frustrating, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be fair, I thought we were not so clinical today, though. Like, Coutinho had a chance in the first half, which he missed yeah. when he yeah. passed it in. Yeah. And that, but we had minimal shots in the box. We yeah, kept we going from, very you know, outside shots. the box, which like we just had to work the ball into the box. Yes, it might have took time, but it would have been better just shooting, you know, wide from thirty yards out. And I feel when Gerard, you know, let that or slip, let's say, uh, I felt he he tried to re- repay, kind of, you know, with taking so many shots. But yeah, he played. I mean, but what's the what's the alternative route though? Like we tried building up, but nothing came out of it. Every, I mean, like we tried to dribble, we tried to play in crosses, but no one was willing to run to space, or no one's willing to run to the box. Yeah, so what's we, the other alternative that Gerard had? No, 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 but okay, we took like seventeen shots out outside the box. I swear, Gerard took, <laughs> you know, most of them. You you can <laughs> just at least. Try and find a way. I'll tell you what it was as well. I think the tactics that Mourinho um, put, you know, for for the game from start to finish was he um, brought his wingers back, which meant that our left back and right back could go and kind of be. They we kind of had four centre backs in in a sense because of yeah, how deep Scherler and and um, Salah had had Salah. moved back. So mm-hmm. you know you couldn't really create much from the sides. I suppose Gerard was you know he had chance after chance from outside the box, but I think. The most um, the, the most nervous I was during the game was those diagonal balls from the side into the box uh, from Glenn Johnson. Um, you know, I think a couple of them came from uh, Suarez as well. And you know, I think th- those are the chances that you guys could have been more clinical. But obviously, you need a bit of luck on your side. And I just don't think you'll have that. You know, on the day. Don't get me started on Glenn Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have quite decent, to be honest. A couple of mistakes. Christ. A couple dozen mistakes but uh, you know in general I thought he was okay but the thing is I thought he did better than he did for the last few weeks mm-hmm. I suppose I suppose yeah but he just didn't look asked I mean when he lost the ball he kind of you know stropped didn't get really back into it yeah yeah and especially against you know like the sides against Chelsea you have to you've just... got to be because I mean Chelsea create everything through through the middle as well so for Glenn Johnson to be as wide as he was and as you know forward as he, you had Sterling on the right hand side who was kind of controlling everything from the middle to to forward. So you know I thought the defense wasn't organized well. Your defense wasn't organized well enough to to deal with the attacking threat that we posed. And going back to the earlier point, I mean, um, putting in crosses, yeah, it gets the ball as close to the net, the goal as possible. But let's be let's be really really frank. No one's gonna outjump someone like Ivanovic or no, of a Thomas Carlos, right? Yeah. So if no, but what you're I meant, not gonna what if I you're meant, not gonna shoot, then the best what's the next alternative? Cross? I mean, yeah, it's it works, but how many crosses do you have to put in before we actually get one on target? Especially yeah. when no one's running in. So yeah. no, I should think I have zero no, problems with that. Yeah. I'm not saying right. that you guys, you know, had you know the best chances when when the ball came the aerial i think the aerial challenges were kind of one by us all day i think uh we deal, we dealt with it really well but i'm saying the the diagonal balls that came in from deep you didn't really have to deal with that deal with those aerially i think you know the, those are the are the mistakes that defenders are, you know tend to make i think yeah. you could have capitalized on them um if we did make any any errors but 
I, the way we set up today was, you know, we didn't go out for the win necessarily, but we didn't make the most of our chances. So mm-hmm. I think we did a great defensive job. And, you know, I think Liverpool would have scored if we had made an error. And I just didn't see the error in us today at all. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's fair enough. Yeah. You guys still oh, awake? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, well how, how are you guys feeling about I mean of course you're not going to feel great about the game but you know looking at your position in the table now how, how do you see the season ending out no I mean it's, it's I mean it's not over obviously yeah. it is in City's hands really mm. but you know they've got two really tough fixtures Palace and Everton um, well I suppose after this podcast is finished just Everton yeah but <laughs> you know it's it's going to go down to the last day. I believe so as well. I agree. Although yeah. at the same, I, I still don't think Chelsea will win. I think I don't see us winning to be honest, because I mean we we fluffed a lot of our uh, chances. But what I will say is though that I think the goal difference will make a massive difference come the end um, on the last day, especially. That's so what I'm afraid of. Yeah. If you guys can knock in, you know, three four goals in your in your next game at least, it gives you a better chance of. Um, you know, it puts the pressure on Man City to to go and get a win at Everton. Um, I'm not sure if they're home or away, but um, you know, Everton are oh, we. side. They City are away. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, there you go. The, the pressure is all on City, and Everton have a fantastic side. And in hindsight, Chelsea could probably help you guys because Lukaku will be on last day there to try and win for Everton, who are trying to get a Champions League spot as well. Have to keep in mind. Yeah. But, uh, we, I mean, you talk about GD. Like, yeah. GD will only affect us if actually City win all their mm. games. Oh, and we win sense. all their games. And the thing is, you know, if City win all their games, their GD goes up. Yeah. They're, they're already six above us. Plus, they've got two games in hand. I suppose, yeah. I mean, I think it's five. Well, now it must be seven goals. Uh, six. Seven goal difference, isn't it? No, six. I think it's six. Six, yeah. right. So... I mean, you can't ever rule anything out, but you know, it does force Man City to um, completely go out all out at, at, at Everton and try and get a result. But you know, you guys, I think you guys can still keep your heads up and uh, you know look forward to how it finishes. Definitely. For fuck's mm-hmm. sake! Yeah, I mean, we just go, we just go nine, <laughs> nine year against Palace, three year against Newcastle. Then it's only plus, it's only plus six now. There you go. And yeah, and City, nine, and City wins one nil. So nine nils have happened before, and I'm yeah. sure you guys know that because I remember a certain European game that you guys scored a lot of goals. <laughs> Besiktas was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we beat Stoke like nine nil. Yeah, <laughs> City are two nil up now, so yeah, I'm ready. God, <laughs> yeah, um, with a goal. What a player he's been for him. But I'll, okay, t- I'll tell you what as well. I think the strides that you guys have made this season has earned a lot of respect from from other clubs. I won't say I love you know Liverpool because we're obviously we're rivals, and I'm not going to you know go and um, you know, encourage you guys to do the same as you've done this season. But the football that you guys have produced has been has been fantastic, and it's it's a great advert for for English football. And I honestly hope we can you guys can carry it on to next season because I think next season is going to be even better than this one with Man United strengthening. You know, Arsenal, I don't know what they're going to do. But you have a lot to look forward to, I think. Yeah, you, you say that, but at the same time, like you said, you know, United will strengthen 
Chelsea yeah. really just need a really decent striker. Striker, yeah. Uh, this season is the best time to win it for us because er- everyone else will strengthen. Yes, we will, but but this is this is where managers earn their money. I think this is where Brendan Rodgers is going to really show what he's made of, what Liverpool are made of. You have to admit you've taken strides not just on the pitch. I think globally, all of you know been so uh, out there, and you know it's been so much of a joy to to watch Liverpool for, for a neutral that you you need to there needs to be continue continuity. And if Brendan Rodgers can get a couple of signings in in the summer, it's it's going to be fantastic next season. I think. Would you say Liverpool have been playing the best football in the league? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, oh. definitely. And I love attacking football as well. It's not that I'm, you know, in love with Mourinho's parked bus tactics as as everyone so, you know, <laughs> lovely says for us. But I think, you know, Roger, Brendan Rodgers has been fantastic for you all and brought something different, you know, from what, say, Rafa did and uh, Kenny Dalglish did and Roy Hodgson did. I think he's um, got a philosophy that you guys can be proud of. People were kind of complaining a bit that we were going for more of a win, you know, than a draw. Yeah. But I think that's a bit, you know, you've won 11 games on a, on the trot. Yeah. You have to try and go for the win, not really. Yeah, I mean, Mourinho says, you know, you take, when you win, you want, when you want to win trophies, you take it game by game. You can't look too forward ahead. And I don't think you did that. I think since the uh, Man City game, I think you all have just kind of taken three games, four games into consideration and say, you know, we need to win all of them. Rather than focusing individually on each game, um, I think I still think you could have won today if you had kind of uh, changed your ways at half time. You, you, I mean, you guys have seen how how we played with our wingers coming back and everything. So, I mean, to counter that, that's where Brendan Rodgers needed to come in and you know try and uh, change something to but, make sure your guys win. But how would we change? Like, in in what way would you say? It's difficult. I mean, you, you. I'd like to say through the middle. I think there was so much space through the middle that Gerard was getting. Um, I don't think Suarez made enough of his his uh, trademark runs, which he kind of peels off the defender, his defender, and um, slots one in the back of the net. Because I, mean, I, I saw him constantly in front of our defenders rather than on the side. I think the same with Sturridge as well. He he tried and, he tried and peeled off. Um, I think it was Ivanovic um, at the time and. It, it didn't work because the balls weren't going through to him. Um, I think Aspilicueta made a, a really good defensive header to deny Sturridge um, that opportunity. But, you know, in the middle is where I think you all could have done a lot better. We were missing Henderson, though. That's very, very unfortunate oh, for us. His pace mm. and his drive is incredible. And, of course, you'll miss them, yeah, definitely. We should have done something at halftime, but we didn't really have a lot of mm. options, I guess. We could have brought on Sturridge, but that would have been a bit risky, considering that he just came back from yeah. injury. Yeah, but exactly. apart from Sturridge, we had Alberto, maybe, mm. or Aspas, but that's, Aspas they're was, not really game changers. Yeah, yeah, I thought Aspas was quite um, wasteful and quite... Uh, he didn't really understand what, what occasion he was playing on. Um, you know, he wasn't focused and... I think that cost you all a bit. I think one of his errors led to the second goal, I believe. I think. Not, not too sure, sure, but but he missed, but he wasted a corner though. Yeah, yeah. That was really. I that was really the most. Yeah, when it mattered the most, I don't think he turned up. So. Wait, is this Aspas? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh my god, that corner! 
<laughs> what was he thinking? <laughs> yeah. I I actually think he's a Chelsea fan. I'm not even. We probably have signed him. I mean, we signed Gerard, funnily enough. So. Hey, hey, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I mean, a horrible error, wasn't it? Ah. Uh. It was really unfortunate that Gerard slipped up. Oh, definitely, there. definitely. But I mean, these things happen, you know. Personally, yeah. I think yeah, fi- like five percent uh. of it. Five percent. Uh, <laughs> I personally thought five percent of it was on Sako over there. I mean, Dembaba was charging at Gerard. I thought Sako should have passed it forward rather than playing the square pass. Yeah, I think Dembaba did, did a good job today. Actually, I think Sako looked looked ready for the for the game, and I think Dembaba did well too. Um, hold the ball up as well as he did and I think he dealt with Sacco quite well let's say Dem- Demobar missed it yeah. do you think it would have went on to maybe a draw or um, that's difficult really because after the first goal you you know you, you're most you're at your most vulnerable so I don't know whether it would have ended out a draw but certainly I, you know I could I could see Liverpool like I said I think Liverpool should have gone for the win. I think they should have made the most of their chances because they had so many of them. And I think it could have put, if we didn't score that I think it could have potentially been Liverpool's game. In all honesty, I mean not not to um dampen the spirit or anything because <laughs> they did a good job but you know they're Liverpool at the end of the day they've been fantastic all season and you know this is their chance to prove that against the best defense of the league. Mm-hmm. I thought going to halftime it was pretty much even between the two sides. Yeah. Before Gerard slipped up. Yeah. It was pretty much even. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about even because I think Liverpool were running into a lot of space that we created because our fullback started to get forward a bit um, at times. And I thought Sterling would really take advantage of that. But, you know, to say it was even, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I'm not frustrated because uh, Chelsea played the way they did. I'm frustrated because we lost the game, but on the same time, I expected Mourinho to do what he did. And he got it pretty much spot on. And yeah, you guys pretty much th- summed it up, you know. Um, without that Gerard slip, I don't think uh, we'd have um, thrown bodies forward like we did in the second half. It could have been a different game. It's all conjecture now, but yeah, what can you do? Just move on to Palace and expect to score like we've been doing all season. But then again, I'm not. Even if we score ten goals a game, I'm not confident on uh, that we can prevent the goals. You know, we've scored about a hundred goals this season, and how many have we conceded? We should be. Uh, we shouldn't even be in the side if it comes down to goal difference. But we're six goals behind City. That's how it is. Mm. I think the goals conceded are more than half of the goals that we scored. That's not really a good sign. Mm. That's, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? They say that defense is they win titles. I think uh, you can score one a game, but if your defense is is solid, then you know you you can last the whole season. I I don't think Liverpool have had that kind of organization Mentality. defense. Yep. I think it was quite typical of a, of a manager that loves attacking, and there was not enough focus on the defense. Um, I think you've relied a lot on on your goals and you know what of course you're still top of the league and everything so you, you can't really say you'll have lost the league because of your defence or anything but um, I think that's one area that you'll do need to focus on in, in the summer and um, you know who knows what happens after that 
Yeah, I'm just going to blame it on Kylo Torre. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No scatter own goals to be blamed on, Max? No scatter own goals have actually cost us any points. Nah. No, seriously. I'm still aiming at him. West. Okay, okay. Kolo Torre. Oh, yeah. What? Oh. Oh, what's he just done against West Brom? Oh, ED just gave it to the. Oh, yes. He should have another con. No. Just. No. Just. Oh, my God. People overrate him so much. No, Liverpool fans. Who would, who would you guys have? I mean, to, to, I mean, I don't even know who you guys are looking at, you know, for, for the summer to, to get in. Defensively, who are you guys looking at? Can we steal Zuma from you by any chance? I don't think that's possible, mate. Ah, uh, okay. We're not we get another storage. We're, we're, no way we're doing another storage with you. I think I'm, I'm quite done with doing transfer activity with Liverpool forever. Just send but, Thomas Callas over. Come on. Do you like Callas, yeah? I really love Callas, yep. yeah. He's been, I mean, he was he's... really good when he was at Vitesse. Yeah. And that's where I first saw him. He's grown a lot, I think, in the last, uh, well, last season especially, as, as a defender, and he's really shot up in height as well. So um, I'm hoping to see a lot more of him next season in the Premier League, for sure. And especially um, for such a big game, I thought he really turned up today. Yeah. He was yeah. much better than Ivanovic, I thought. Even yeah. though Ivanovic was really solid. I think that's what you get from players when they, you know, when they when they're benched all season, when they don't get to see a lot of action, when they finally get the opportunity, they're so ready to take anyone on. And I think to come up against Liverpool was a big ask for for Callas, and I think he dealt with, you know, a lot of uh, movement in the box and a lot of creativity, and I thought he was good. But that wasn't the case for Aspas, though. Oh uh, no. Mm, uh, <laughs> Getting back to Aspas again. Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> I I actually tried to defend Aspas. I tried to defend him so much. He was good for like twenty seconds though. And what does he do? He fucking passes it. <laughs> Why? Okay, look. I understand if it was a bad cross. I I I would. But he literally. Passes it. Oh oh! Are we playing in blue? <laughs> oh okay. Oh, I I knew that. I'll just pass it to. Oh, what, what's going on? Oh my god, <laughs> that was horrible. I have to say. I think at a time like that as well, when it it's still one nil, couldn't believe he did something like that. He just literally gifted it to us. Yeah, and corners were our best chance at um, equalising at the time. Yeah, because when during corners, the the whole parking the bus thing that just completely goes away. Yeah, it's all down to fifty fifty chances and. Getting to the ball first. Exactly, like I said, I mean, those they, these kind of games they rely on errors for um, yeah. goals and all that. I think you know the Gerard error was just it echoed what what I thought at the time. You know, you can't when a team is as attacking as you guys um, are at home as well. But I I, was, I couldn't see a scoring goal. I predicted two 0 before the game as well, which is quite fortunate in some um, ways. But I mean. Um, you know, I was expecting us to make an error, and we just didn't have it in us today. And as you said, Callas has been was fantastic, and to not make an error on such an important day um, for us was fantastic. I think mm-hmm. corners will bring out errors in defenders, and second to that would be shooting. Cause shooting, um, let's say like Jared take a shot, if it's yeah. if it's on target and the keeper saves it and it goes out, you get a corner from that. 
If it deflects and it goes in, great. If it goes out, you get a corner. Or if, yeah, but... if it hits a hand, you get a penalty. Yeah, but you that's know? not very likely. You get what I mean? Yeah, it's not likely, but given how Chelsea formed and how badly someone like Suarez played today, I think that was second best to something like a corner. Yeah, yeah. Passing yeah. around doesn't win you corners, and even though you get that one slip up where you get on, get um, a one on one from the build up, it wasn't looking likely today, especially with how Chelsea fought, uh, structured their whole team. Exactly. When you play yeah. City as well, I saw so many spaces in City's defense, and you know what? I mean, people call def- company the best defender in the league. I think he's made even when you're played him at um, when you're played against him at at, at there ground at the Etihad I think they were they didn't look defensively um you know strong and I really wanted to see how an attack like yours would come up against our defense um and you have to note that it was without John Terry and Cahill as well so mm-hmm. I think I think credit to our defense but I still think if you had kind of persisted on keeping it in the middle you know rather than going out wide I saw so many interceptions going out you know, by Azpilicueta and, and Scherler that on, on the left-hand side that I, don't, I couldn't understand what the tactic was from York. You know, I always saw Suarez, I wanted to see Suarez, um, you know, come out of the box and try and test us um, yep. as he usually does. But he was so in and so, you know, he's too desperate to score almost. And I think that worked against York massively. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point, actually. I was expecting Suarez to drop much deeper into that false nine position, sort of. Exactly, yeah. But he just got sucked into that Chelsea defence and basically he disappeared from there. Yeah. But oh well. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> it it's a bit quiet. <laughs> Max, Saikal, are you both okay? No. Yeah. <laughs> Did Torres score? No. Oh, okay, I'm I'm happy with that, you know. We can we can get relegated. Torres didn't score again. <laughs> there we go. Um, he he was the referee again. Uh, oh yeah, Atkinson. Yeah, I, Atkinson. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think he's got a bruise on on his hand. The number of times he just kept touching up his imaginary watch. Just oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I I, I mean I understand. Him doing that, did it, obviously, time-wasting. But if you really want to show a point, surely you would just book them. Yeah, exactly. I didn't understand why... Um... He did, though, towards the end. Yeah, 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 exactly, towards the end. He he, he, he was just too scared to do it uh, near the start. Cause... I reckon it, it being a big game as well, I think he was quite um, reluctant to get the card out. He got, I think we got two of our players booked for, you know, arguably yellow card challenges, but... I could, they, Schwarzer could have easily been booked. Um, Ashley Cole could have easily been booked as well. And Ashley Cole was booked in the end. Was it for time wasting though? Yeah, yeah, for time wasting. Yeah, was that you, uh, Yeah, but it was too late by then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was that ninetieth minute. So. It's never want to see time wasting as such, but whatever, whatever goes really. I actually like to talk about your transfer targets for the summer. I know I talked about the defenders, but who are you guys looking at? Who do you want? Um, who do you think will change this uh, side? You know, you're so good in attack. Of course, defensively you could improve, but who who would you add to the squad? Messi, Ronaldo. They, of course, definitely. They would not be bad. You'd buy Moses on a on a permanent as well. You know, I I th- I think Chelsea done so well today. I think they should have him. You know, 
Well, I mean, no. I I insist. I insist. I I am that. Kind I mean, of we man. came to you and we beat you. I think you'll deserve something in return, and I think Moses is that something. No, no, no. I think the reward for beating us at Anfield should be, be Moses. Moses so back on there the bus. You go. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had a decent season the last last season. I I know a lot of Chelsea fans don't like him, but. When he was called on, he played really well. I don't know what's gone wrong for him at Liverpool. But his decision making is so slow. Oh, definitely. That's the, especially when you're at Liverpool, you're playing fast football. You yeah. Know, you you pass to him, and he just stands there for ten minutes, going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, there's someone out wide. There's someone in front. I don't know. You it's know. quite one track like that, isn't he? Like he looks into a space and just runs into it, rather than look around him and uh, you know play the ball to creative players. I don't think someone like Moses would fit us though. He's more of a, in my opinion, he's more of a traditional winger, pacey, putting crosses, and that's not gonna suit someone like Liverpool. He is exactly. That's someone exactly like like is. it would be like. He's Kono what? Plianca. He's the equivalent. He's the equivalent to Valencia. You know, you yep, just yep. run to the the flank and looks for whoever's in the box and tries and gets one in. Whereas Rodgers has been trying to play him like. Um, Rodgers has been trying to play him on the left mm. to be the one that cuts in and shoot, and that worked out fine at first. But I don't know what happened after after that. Yes. But someone like Kono Plianka would would really suit that wide forward kind of role, where he takes on defenders, whether he can uh, take it out wide or cut into the middle and take the shot or make the pass. Yeah. So yeah, Kono Plianka is top of my list. Definitely. I think fo- footballs evolved so much that you you know players are asked of an awful lot you know the wingers especially um, mm-hmm. you're playing a 4-2-3-1 you, you don't have the extra man in central midfield so you ask one of your wingers to come back so you have mm-hmm. to be your players have to be intelligent they can't <clears throat> I think at Man United we've seen this that you know they've, they've I don't know why they've bought matter but um, they, they're a are side are you still club. upset? <laughs> no I mean yeah I'm, I'm upset he left but I'm quite, you know, confused as to what went through Moyes' mind. If he has Rooney, who, you know, is probably one of the best tens in, in the game, um, and you have Van Persie as a striker, what's the need to spend thirty-seven million? Why don't you go and spend it on, you know, central midfielder, something that you really need? But I mean, mm-hmm. that was going off track. Um, you know, your traditional wingers are no longer useful in, in in football today. I think when you're playing a four-two-three-one, especially, you're looking at Wing, inverted wingers you're looking at wingers that cut in constantly yep. and mm-hmm. you know I think Moses is not one of, what are we talking about Moses I'll just talk about Moses anyway yeah yeah. so I mean Moses <laughs> is not that kind of player that's what I feel Sterling does well I feel he cuts in really yeah. well he cuts in fantastic and he can play out wide he can send a cross in from wide so you, that's the kind of player yeah. you need that system. And, and he can track back you know he's, yeah, yeah. He's, exactly he, he's got the potential to be you know, world class. I agree. I fully agree, and I think people that don't see how good he is um, are quite blind to most uh, players like Oxley Chamberlain and uh, you know Lalana and all these players. They, they give a lot more than just a goal for it, and the, the work rate is everything in today's game. And I think Sterling does it really well. Who's going to win the league? Um, mind you, we're on a Liverpool podcast. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm There is a wrong and right answer on this one. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards Chelsea because of that, but um, uh, so difficult to say right now. Um, you know what? I'll say Liverpool at the moment because of position you're all in. 
Um, I think if you'll pick yourselves up and dust yourselves off, and you'll see up the season as you know you're, you should be, you should be winning. You know all the the, the re- remaining games. I think you're going to win it. Correct answer. That's the right answer. <laughs> not because I love, not because you no, know no, I'm not no, taking Liverpool. Liverpool, but you know that's how I see it. As a you new are team. a closet Liverpool fan. No, no. <laughs> yes, no. It's too late. It's too late. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it it burns me inside to know that Liverpool can win the league. But you know what? I've I've made my peace with it because of how far we've come in the Champions League. So if we can win the Champions League, I will drive the Premier League trophy to Anfield and present it to whoever you want. I promise Good you. Man. Can you can give me a lift. <laughs> I can, but you'll have to give me half the petrol money. <laughs> and a packet of Watsits. What's oh come on. Quavers. For Watsits. Quavers. Quavers. Quavers are nice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, On a special, do you think you can win the Champions League? <clears throat> I believe so. I think um, I really wanted us to avoid teams like Barcelona and um, Real Madrid. And yeah, Bayern. that's the one I'm looking out for. I think they have the best chance of winning it because of the players they have and the, the way they've been all season. But I think we have mm-hmm. a good chance of winning it. You know, I think Atletico are a good team, but we can overcome them because we're at home and who knows what anything can happen as we saw today anything can happen happen in a big game and um i hope that the final is the same way if we're in it uh, number one what do you think of rafa benitez regarding when his time was there i had a lot of respect for the work he did and i think it was quite unfortunate the way he was treated um as a manager of Chelsea, you know, when Chelsea are quite a family oriented club where um, you know, we, we hold people that are associated us with us, we hold very dearly and we hold very close. And to see the way he was treated when he was around last season was quite uncalled for. And uh, despite winning a trophy as well, um, it was unfortunate to see that, um, you know, fans didn't really take to him after that either. But his work as a manager was I think fantastic he brought the group back together um, he got Torres the bit of confidence that uh, he needed and I think overall he did a good job in the time that he, he spent with us what I will say for Liverpool is that from where you had dropped after Benitez left to where how far you'll have come um, I didn't I don't think anyone expected you all to be the best attacking side in England I didn't expect Brendan Rodgers to take this team as far as they've come. And I still think that you'll have the best striker on the planet. Um, if you can hang on to him, if you can take the passion that you'll show this season to next season, add a few fantastic defenders, uh, you know, a couple of uh, attackers for your bench as well. I've seen your youth side, you'll have a couple of promising youth players. If you can bring all that together for next season, I think Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United will be the top four sides to watch next season. And I re- I do believe that attacking football is the way forward for for us as English football supporters. And you'll have done really well in do- in promoting that. So hats off to you all. And um I definitely see you're doing doubly well next season. Doubly well. You can enjoy that. Doubly, yeah, that's a word um, that I created on the spot. (laughs) So, um, 
you can take that and you can be happy about it on it, on it honestly i mean i wouldn't say the same for arsenal but i do say it for liverpool i had to do a bit of um a bit of encouraging and a bit of spirit lifting for this podcast because you guys were yeah quiet. i wouldn't say i wouldn't say the same about your atmosphere but i think for the podcast you know you you guys are a bit shocked at the result i think well, well, i think i think psyche is like passed out right now yeah i, I haven't heard him all, all throughout <laughs> my head hurts right now <laughs> man of the match everyone max schwarzer maybe he didn't do too badly mm. hey i was just going for schwarzer as well i'd say jose mourinho back off leave that's it. That was I, I am ending this call. <laughs> I am never welcome to LFC fans corner anymore. <laughs> no, no, not even close. <laughs> oh, by the time you're off uh, this podcast, um, you're already blocked on Twitter. Oh, cheers, man. That, that, yeah. was, that was the aim. That was the the objective. Please don't tell me you're one of them fans who said Torres is back every time he scores. I used to do it, and then after a point, I just said, you know what? <laughs> scores, he scores. If he doesn't score, he doesn't score. Could not care less. I, honestly, I don't care less about him anymore. And it's not to say that I hate him. I just don't care anymore. I honestly don't care. He's um, Can you he's give Torres. him to us? Can, can we have a swap for Aspas? You actually want Torres back? Yeah, I still, I still I, like I would him. take him any day back for Aspas or Moses. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a oh, bit. That's oh, how, a bit. how about this? This is a really tempting offer. We keep Moses and Torres. Or we could give you our receipt and you could give us back our 50 million. Uh, it's, it's only a one year guarantee. So. Oh, yes, I was about to say that. <laughs> 50 million! Can't believe it. Um, okay. There are no returns for damaged goods, by the way. I know. Just saying. Thanks, man. That was really needed to dampen my. <laughs> Yeah, spirit after great win. <laughs> the Europa League Champions League thing yeah. starts next season, doesn't it? You know, when if if you win the Europa League, yeah, you get yourself in the play playoffs for the Champions League. Oh, is that starting next season? Yeah, is is it? I think so. But I don't think it. I haven't heard it being uh, enforced this soon. I don't think. All oh, right. Well, yeah, but I, I still feel you know feel that. You know, Champions League people that fail in the Champions League shouldn't go through to the Europa League. I think that's massively um, yeah. fair on teams that you know look forward to the Europa League. Yeah, because it kind of takes the spark out of it, you know. Yeah, exactly. You have the top, um, you have Champions League teams in it, and it just ruins the the atmosphere. It's like putting Chelsea up against Huddersfield in in the Carling Cup. It's you, there's only one outcome, and. And Huddlesfield will obviously. Huddlesfield won. Of course, of course, definitely. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a cut. So. Wait, wait, how much did Cortes. Torres cost? Torres. Yeah. Fifty. Sorry, I I, I couldn't hear that. <laughs> and on that note, we're wrapping up this first <laughs> guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, anyway, take that man of the match. I have to go with Mourinho. Yeah. Dude, Max, they leave. <laughs> okay, that's it. Uh, and this is the end. I know we're finishing an hour early, but I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rick Connor. <laughs> oh, God. Your player of the season? 
Raul Suarez. I've been proud to say that I'm, an, I'm a supporter of English football because of him and his performances. Um, we see Ibrahimovic and Ronaldo and Messi and you know Ribéry and all that, but I think we can be really proud of Suarez. Do you think he's good a twat, man. or do you think he's actually not? A oh, he's good the biggest man. twat in the world. He's a. I hate him. I absolutely hate him. I'm, I'm very proud to have face. Suarez. I hate him. He's a. Twat. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As, a, as a footballer, I wouldn't choose anyone else as my striker, but as a person, I think he's a right knob. So make sure I do day off Mourinho. Let's go. Um, I've got three words to describe him. <laughs> Here we go. Beep, beep, twat. <laughs> Oh mate, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. Oh no no, I just hate Mourinho. You hit no. who? Mourinho. Who do you hit? Jose. Jose. <laughs> you have to All admit right. that he's brought he's brought quite a bit of entertainment to the league this season. It was quite dry last season, I think. No, no, no I'm sorry. I don't like managers. You know when he criticised Wenger, or well, it, it wasn't even criticised. <laughs> That was hilarious. I'm sorry. Not, I know it's not. You can't. From from from, a, from that kind of perspective, it it would be. But yeah. imagine if Wenger said something about Mourinho like that. You you would have been pretty annoyed. Yeah, I think it's just a bit disrespectful. I think Mourinho was well within his right to reply to what Wenger said. I think, you know, as much as he is defensive on the pitch, he's just as defensive off the pitch. He loves to protect his his group of players, and to um and for Wenger to say that Mourinho has a fear of failure, he had to retort to that. He had to respond to, you know, pressure that Wenger was putting on uh, Mourinho. Right? And to be honest, I, I think it was more than serious. It was hilarious. It was good exchange. And um, it was a good bit of banter for the league as well. And it carried through for longer than it, than it should have, I think. So, I mean, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, I still genuinely don't believe, uh, like, Steven Gerrard slipped up. Like uh, a few years was ago, re- when he passed back to Drogba, United were on the <laughs> cusp, and I was pretty much I was happy, you know, because uh, anybody but United. But still, can't believe that if we don't win the title, people uh, like five years down the line, people are going to talk about this. People are going to say that it was Steven Gerrard who slipped up. I don't think you have. I mean, you understand how. Don't even try. No, I know no, no. Listen to what I got. Listen to what I got to say. I don't think you understand um, how dreadful slips are. As a Chelsea fan, oh, yeah, slips that's... are the worst thing that have ever happened to us. <laughs> like you cannot, and you can never match the level of John slip. Yeah, I didn't want to say the name, but that is you can yeah. never match it. And you will probably still win the league with Gerard slipping, but we will never, ever get that moment back. Okay, there's three things which piss me off this season. That you know, Gerald goes, "Okay, we do not slip up." And out <laughs> I was just going to say, that. out <laughs> of all the things he does, why, why can't he just even score an own goal? I'd rather have him than actually do that and be like, number two is Victor Moses. I mean, wouldn't have been the first time he slipped. He he scored an own goal for us. Sorry, I I can't, I'm, 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 I'm just going to leave. Yeah, I think that's my that's my key to leave. Uh, so that's the Chelsea game done and dusted. Yup. Don't sound so cocky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our next game is against Palace. And am I right in saying it's on Monday? Yeah, it's on Monday. We should beat them. I mean, they're currently losing 2-0 to Palace, if I'm not mistaken. To City. 
Yeah, that's what I meant. Palace are losing 2-0 to Palace. (laughs) I need to leave. Um, Yeah, I mean, we should win comfortably, but we saw what happened even today. Well, we should win, but I don't don't know how comfortable it'll be because we'll be up against Tony Pillis, you know, the same... That, that man was a bit of a nightmare for us when he was at Stoke. Yeah. It's going to be a one-goal margin win if we do win. 1-0 to 1. I, I don't expect a 4-0, 5-0 victory against Palace. I'll just be happy if we win. Yeah. I, will share this, I will share this with you guys. I think you're, you're playing away. And when we played against them, they were devastating to, to, uh, to attack. So they're going to be countering you guys the way we did today. So that's what you need to look out for. Yeah, I mean, as Rogers said in his uh, post-match, you know, the Chelsea tactics have prepared us for Crystal Palace. Yeah. Long balls, long <laughs> throw-ins, players behind the ball. So yeah. Yeah, but it shouldn't be a problem. Thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it shouldn't be, but it's the Premier League, you never know. Yeah, you have a fitter Sturridge back, so... And we have think today... back. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a genuine option, though. I mean, off the bench, Moses or Aspas? Oh, God, I thought you were starting Moses. Moses. No, 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 I mean, off the bench. Come on, now. I was like, like, this Chelsea loss has really got to you. Yeah, and the good thing about Sturridge coming back is that um, we don't have to start Lucas and Allen at the same time. Yes. Because we start them only when... We are defending against someone who comes at us all the time, like a City or an Everton, for example. But if you're going up against someone who is looking to defend, like Chelsea or Palace, then starting Lucas and Allen might be a bit counterproductive in a yeah. way because they are holding back against a team that's holding back as well. So having Coutinho back in the in midfield, Starry's out wide, that's going to be much better for us. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'll, I would have Alan playing it. Oh yeah, Alan's the closest thing we have to Henderson. So, definitely Alan. Final predictions for Palace? 2-1. <laughs> to us. 11-1. Melee with four <laughs> goals. Because he'll just go, you know what, fuck this. <laughs> Bruce called me that bad. I'll, I'll, I'll prove him wrong by conceding a goal. <laughs> with another probably Sacco slip or something. And then... Jill just got you know what, I'm, I'm just going to go up for every single corner. It'll score. Sacco actually had the best chance of the game today, didn't he? I know. He'll, I mean, to be fair, it was quite hard to take away because it, it was a fast ball coming towards him. Yeah. He could have just laid it off, actually. Well, but then again... In he, hindsight, he could have just laid it off. Rather than go for the as many clear-cut chances like we usually do. But yeah, that was the best of the lot, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it was Chelsea... Basically had two parked buses. They 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 had two defensive lines. Which is that's how you up. defend it. That's how you defend against a side like Liverpool. Like I said, it's different. You can't. I think people have been so. You know, teams that have gone there have been so. You know, naive is the only word you can describe them with. Yeah, exactly. If you know I'm you're so going proud. up against. Yeah, I'm so proud. Of like that. Why would you just leave spaces and invite them onto you? Exactly. If, if, I, if I was in uh, Mourinho's place, I'd have done exactly the same. You can't play 1v1s against teams that attack like that. When you go against Barcelona, you cannot go one man for man because their movement is such that 
they will kill you if you if you leave if you give them that that amount of space. I think that's the only reason I'm I'm proud of the victory today because we didn't give an inch away. You know, at times, at times, Rafa did the same. You know, uh, if you just go back a few years in some of our Champions League games, he did the same. We were defensively so organized and so disciplined, and we saw games one nil, two one, just like Mourinho has done sometimes. We weren't always as flamboyant uh, like we are under Brendan. Mm. So you, you've got to accept this. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. People have been saying, you know, basically top four was our target. Yep. Anything more than that is... Uh, how do you say? A bonus. That, yeah, that's bonus. just that's plain it. bullshit now, you know. Exactly. When, when you are five points clear, that goes yeah. out of mm. the window. Hmm. You should always go on a rolling kind of target setting rather than a historical one. You don't go back to the start of the season and say, oh, top four is the target. You should yeah, go on sure. a rolling basis week after week. But I, I just hope Brendan Rod- Rodgers doesn't say that, you know, we were aiming for the top four. That was just a bonus because now that's just, you know. I think technically it, we're to. trying to win the league now. Mm-hmm. That's something Mourinho says that, you know, we were aiming for top four. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, but Mourinho's a twat. He can. Oh, be. we're never gonna win the league. No. Yeah, M- Mourinho is just—he's just said that uh, whoever wins the league, uh, I'll know that we've done a league double over them. He's, exactly. He's already, he's already started his thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Whoever wins the league, we've done the league double over them. That's fantastic. That's our own little trophy right there. Pepperina, uh, he tweeted during the game that. Liverpool will come back into the game in the second half. So uh, this guy, he comes back after the game and says, did I miss the comeback, Pepe? So uh, Reina tweets, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I need to see this. Oh, yeah, I love. TFU. <laughs> I love. I'm sorry. I. So many people hate him, but I don't know about you, but I love him. You Pepe Reina? Yeah. I, mean, li- 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 I don't hate him, but some of the fans, they just rate him so high. And like, he's not a Liverpool legend. I mean, come on, he, he was a good servant, but he was, he's never a Liverpool legend. I think he's and more of like Dirk Count. Mitchley and say that uh, Pepe was better, that's just too much. Do you think um, Dudek was a, is a Liverpool legend? Um, After the Champions League I think final, yes. yes yeah. So do you think it's like more of a thing of winning a trophy about, you know, with a club rather than being a long-term servant? I think it's more of a how you win. The, yeah. the trophy. Yeah. Like, I mean, if we won the Premier League, I, I would never call Mignolet a, a legend. A yeah. legend. Yeah. Uh, but the way how Judek, you know, he made that crucial save. I think it was against Shevchenko. You know, in yeah. the dying yeah. minutes. You know, he done the now well well known uh, penalty dance. Yeah, that's it. Um, which pissed Pirlo off from his autobiography. Piss everyone off from and, everywhere. Yeah, I mean. Good guy too. I mean, but I like Pepe Reina. I I know some fans felt kind of like a connection, you know. Mm. Yeah, I like him too. He 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 was a very good guy, and as long as he was with us, he was committed and he's a passionate guy. I like him, but he's not a Liverpool legend. I think he was among the group of Carragher, Gerard, Xabi Alonso, and Torres. If I'm not mistaken, I wouldn't class yeah. him in Torres. No. Torres, if if he stayed, he, he'd no, I'm be. Saying, a I'm saying at the time, at the time, is that the kind of 
group that was um, that would go on to be legends for Liverpool. If they, yes. yeah, if if you go back a few years, uh, so yeah, that's probably the group that people would say these are the guys that's going to be the legends for Liverpool. Well, he, he was a part of that group. Torres was going to be a legend if he stayed. Yeah, I that, think that's, even if we didn't win a trophy, I still yeah. think he would have won. Uh, he would have been a, a legend. Because... In fact, I still think he's the most adored striker uh, at Liverpool since Fowler. I agree, definitely. Really, I, I, I don't, I don't think the fans love Suarez uh, that much because if you if you just had seen the games, Torres was something else. People just loved him. Yeah. They were mad for him. I, always, I don't see the same thing for Suarez. I yeah. know people love him, but it's it's not that. Torres was such a pain for us. I remember at one point it was Torres, Drogba and Rooney that were the top in England, top strikers in England. That was such a good era for, for Torres. So good. Like Each of them, you know, they contributed in their own way and I love watching Torres for you guys. Liverpool fans had a kind of, you know, different emotional contact with him yeah they they truly did i don't know why i it was just a mixture of everything mm. i mean you gotta admit his hair was pretty good it's quite perfect but, but now now look at his hair he, he basically went bald seriously what the hell did his hair, he did his hair like he does his performances Forrest's hair now is basically that of a man who's fallen out of love with life I wouldn't say that. He still has a family and kids that he loves, but... We've gone to Palace to our love for Torres. What is going on? And he just assisted a goal for William today. Can you believe it? I'm going to leave. I'm going to just... Uh Uh-huh. Let's do it. I have the door. (laughs) I kiss right there. That's my my cue. (laughs) All right, okay, Max. Question for you. Uh Uh-oh. Do you love Torres more (laughs) or do you love Skirtle more? Now... Or when Torres was was at Liverpool. Um, of all time. So when Torres was at Liverpool. Of all time. So including when Torres moved to Chelsea. <laughs> yes. I fucking hate you. Um, <laughs> um, I'll probably go for Martin Torres. <laughs> but in all honesty, probably Torres. Yeah. Oh. Because um, first got the. I, I, I do like Skirtle a lot more than other people do. I don't know why. You love Skirtle. You no, love him. Okay, okay. Th- this is the thing. You saw... I mean, Gerard made mistakes, didn't he? Um, including some pointless shots. But the thing is, okay, imagine if Skirtle done that. Or imagine if Skirtle done similar to like a stupid tackle. He would have been absolutely got done by the by the fans. But because... You know, Gerard is a Liverpool legend. Skirtle was a baldy. No, but the thing is that Skirtle is so error. <laughs> you know, but the thing is Skirtle is so error prone. Okay, maybe not recently. Exactly, not recently. That that's, 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 that's the thing. But like, Gerard has been excellent for years. Yeah. Okay. In the 2011-2012 season, he well, he was named player player of the season for, from us. He he didn't play next season. Uh, but this season he's been good, and I feel every time he does even a small mistake, they think it's the end of the world, and that's that does piss me off a little bit. Because they just they some Liverpool fans do try and target certain players, mm-hmm. which isn't right. 
But to be fair, oh. you target Skirtle as well. Just not in a negative way. No, no, no. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. If, if Skirtle does something wrong, I, I mm-hmm. do criticise him. I'll be honest. I, I feel the same about Torres. I think he's um, criticised heavily when he does something wrong. Whereas if someone else does something equally, like if Barr doesn't score or Eto doesn't score, um, people are a lot uh, less... Less critical. Yeah, they don't crucify them the way they do Torres. Lukaku and Barkley are posting smileys on Twitter. Fuckers. Yeah, because Barkley's <laughs> joining us next season, isn't he? Hopefully. Fuck hey. off. No, he's not. Hey. Yeah, he, apparently he is. Oh, that's, no. what I've, that's what I've been reading. Look at his latest status message. Um, status post whatever. I don't, I don't status care. Status message. Yeah, because I don't know why I said that. It's a tweet. Mourinho, master class. I'm going to put two fingers up because I'm a twat. <laughs> Mourinho masterclass. Oh, and his... Okay, let, let's see the um, replies. Okay. Yes, Ross, lad. Hi, Ross. Fucking genius. <laughs> Love you, lad. Stay at the blues forever. Well played yesterday. Heart emoji. Oh, the next one is funny. Oh, hashtag fact. Shut up. <laughs> Hope yo well, brother. You been playing well, my man. That really annoying emoji, which is just used. Oh, cheeky Ross. <laughs> wow. I am glad you didn't slag off your employers for next season. Winky <laughs> face. Why are you winking? And this boy is a target for <laughs> Liverpool. Ah, uh, not happening. Yeah, where did that come from? Why? Why know. a Liverpool link with him? Because he's good. <laughs> Why would he ever go join Liverpool? Like I can't. Like, it would be like Rooney joining Liverpool. I'd love to keep following you, but it's all just too much footy for me. <laughs> He's a football player. <laughs> Let City beat us next week, lad. Wow, wow, wow! How can you say that? How can you let's? Oh my god! Them so you off to Chelsea, lad? Stay at ours then. Sorry, it's that time of year. I should know better my age. <laughs> no way, you need to f- points fuck anyone else. That was brilliant. So, Ravel Morrison. Come on, Liverpool. You deserve it this year. Don't let this slip. First thing, you bitter little gangster wannabe. <laughs> Oi, mate. Mate. The fuck. Now, now, <laughs> Ravel. Stop being sarcastic. Slip, mate. Come on, Liverpool, you deserve it this year. Don't let it slip. Eh, really? Someone have a word. <laughs> Hope you're back at West Ham next year, mate. Sad face. Hey, Ravel. Haha. <laughs> Fuck. Was too busy with the transfer request song. Hot. <laughs> you fucking on glue, you daft cunt. <laughs> That'll go down well. Fuck off. Fuck you, fucking cunt. How's QPR treating you? Hashtag reject. Well, that's just mean. Oh, anyways, uh, big thanks to Sahil. I forgot your name there. No worries. It was fun to do. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, cheers. Maybe next, season, <laughs> maybe next season you'll be able to come along when yeah. we beat you. Of course, definitely. When, when that happens, yeah. Oh, sorry. I've got just one thing to say. Fabio Barini. Yes, Fabio Barini, <laughs> Sunderland. Oh yes, former oh, Chelsea I player. I know. You've got. And he celebrated got... against you. 
How do you feel? How do you feel Fabio Barini scored against you? Fabio Barini, my Italian beautiful man. It, I think you felt better about it than I felt bad. It didn't really play, like, for me, it was more about Sunderland beating us. How could we allow Sunderland to, I'm not going to go into it, this is for a Chelsea podcast. Sunderland, Sunderland, Sunderland. I couldn't believe it, mate, like, to be beaten, but it's like how you're feeling right now about us beating you at Anfield. I felt like that when Sunderland beat us at home. Did you know if you beat so you, Sunderland... You, you, you actually you, consider your team as bad as Sunderland? No, it was the occasion. We threw away the tit- our title hopes with losing to Sunderland. I couldn't care less about a loss. A loss, you know, you can lose in football, but at that point, such an easy three points. Boy. Okay, just to make you feel a little bit better, if you were gonna, if, if you won that Sunderland game, you would be top. Yes. Yes. And City probably wouldn't have caught you. Yes. Just to make if you feel better. If we had better. won at Aston Villa, if we had won at Palace... Oh my god! If we had won against if, if West Ham, at if home, we didn't have Kulture, we'd be we'd have won the league by now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for Kulture. <laughs> you should you should be sorry for Victor Moses, not Kulture. <laughs> no, I'm proud of Moses. He's our boy. Oh, I see what he'd done. Mm. We just got him, so he, oh, he's an agent. Yeah, I say just like Torres has been for you. And, and of course, Rafa Benitez. Of course, King Rafa. <laughs> Hopefully, Everton will beat Palace. Hopefully, we beat City. Hopefully, Chelsea lose. And on that note, good night. Even though it might not be night time, because you might be waking up in the morning and be like, well, I want to listen to this podcast, because it is the best podcast in the world, and it is recorded. Yeah, what am I saying? Oh, good night. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. <laughs>